This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. All right. Welcome to Unlocking Astrology with the unlocker himself, the key holder, Mr. Samuel Reynolds. And you can follow him or go sign up for a reading at www.unlockastrology.com. Hello there, sir. Welcome. Hello. How are you? All right. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We're about to enter the two fish, one swimming upstream, one swimming down. One thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something like that. You know, thank a thank a thing. Hey, Erica Badu. What is it, you know, uh, we talk about the Gemini, uh, we talk about the Libra, the scales, there's like two things on one side. The Pisces is literally the symbol of two fish swimming in different directions. Opposite directions, yeah. yeah. What does that mean? So there's a duality to Pisces in that sense. And I think a lot about that fish, you know, and some people talk about it as related to yin and yang that's possible um but one thing i think about kind of taking it from our tradition is um from the yoruba as i understand it from a priest of yemaya that there are actually two ways in which we can talk about the sea we could talk about it more on the upper level which is more yemaya right in terms of the people of nigeria right from the yoruba tradition and then also the depth of the sea going deep, which is Olokun, right? And so the two fish may be related to different ways, not just swimming upstream or downstream, <clears throat> but one on the surface and one way down in the depths, right? And when I started thinking about Pisces that way, I felt like I got a stronger hold on them. Again, still that same duality. And there's um, a fish you know, that is very much in the depths that sometimes a Pisces may refuse to acknowledge or see, right, and deal with. And that's probably deep in their souls. Some might call that related to their unconscious or subconscious. And so Pisces struggles with that, that duality of like living on the surface of life as we know it, you know, and trying to, you know, mix and match and do everything like everyone else and then knowing that something else is pulling them deeper. And sometimes they feel the pull of that fish and are aware of it and sometimes they're not. And so it becomes trying to deal with this unconscious, this, this sometimes when it even feels like a void. So Pisceans really kind of struggle to deal with being in the world, being incarnate, being, you know, like being able to like sometimes connect the dots with the ordinary aspects of life. So they want life to kind of have like a certain grandeur and a certain grandness. Now, why is that? Because they're a sign of Jupiter. Because you might, some might say like, you were talking about this before. Yeah, with another sign of Jupiter, right? So, but it's a different manifestation of Jupiter. So we're talking about a water mutable sign, which is what Pisces is. So when we're talking about that water, we're talking about that depth, we're talking about dealing with the aspects of the ocean, the largeness of the sea and also the depth of the sea. Pisces is struggling to kind of find a way in which to, to deal with their emotions because it's a water sign and surface those emotions um, in ways that make sense, surface the things that they realize and understand in their minds. 
So for instance, picking on like one notable Pisces, Albert Einstein, right? Albert Einstein, as we understand it, didn't start speaking until like he was five. And it, you know, there was some particular concern, like, is he an idiot, right? What's wrong with my boy, right? And what was really surfacing is probably he was trying to figure out the way to, to like talk and understand as he saw the other people around him, because there were ways in which he was dealing with a reality that probably was far in the deeper recesses of himself. And that is a theme that he carried throughout his life because Einstein didn't so much think and then prove the idea of the theory of relativity as much as imagine it. Mm. So dealing with the quality of imagination, dealing with the quality of emotional depth and how we understand things, that's part of the power of Pisces. Another famous Pisces, Edgar Cayce, who channeled so many different, I mean, reams and books of information and some of it corroborated by science, some of it still not, some of it may never be, right? But the fact that he was able to tap into these inner recesses of knowing and understanding and perceiving, some of it related to the emotional depths, some of it profoundly spiritual, probably some on the level of imagination. Again, that's the quality of making the inner journey that we're talking about with Pisces as versus, as versus the external journey, what we were talking about with Sagittarius, right? So, you know, just sometimes we look at Pisces and we go like, what's wrong with them, right? I mean, I get the jokes, some of the things that people say, you know, you mentioned Erica Badu, right? Like, what's going on with Erica? Like, what, what is he about? I'm gonna say something that may be a, a, a bit controversial. On sometimes, on some levels, Pisces don't know either. And that's kind of the thing that they have to learn and kind of come to appreciate because you have oceans and depths to yourself that you may never know. Mm. You know, one of the things that I, I marvel about in terms of our technology and our progress in modern life is that we seem to know a lot more about space than we know about the depths of our own oceans, right? And so that brings us to some sense of also understanding Pisces. Now, that doesn't mean then like we excuse their behavior like, oh, they're just a mystery. They're unknown. We should just let them do all their things. Well, it goes back to where we started about these fish. If a Pisces, especially a Pisces, doesn't recognize or try even to deal with that deeper fish, that other fish can also be like a shark, a great white whale, um, or I'm sorry, a great white shark and come and eat them, right? And drag them down into those depths, you know? And that can come through simple things, addiction, right? Where you feel strung out, either by, by sex, by drugs, by alcohol. You know, these are some of the common stereotypes that are often associated with Pisces, but some of it, like all the stereotypes that we've been talking about with the zodiac signs has some basis in the reality and experience of many Pisceans, right? And so there's ways in which Pisces plays this game with this duality where they try not to deal with other aspects of themselves not realizing that other aspect may come to get you or that other aspect really is how you really kind of come to ground yourself and have a fulfilling life. That makes me think of another famous Pisces, Steve Jobs, right? Mm -hmm. So Steve Jobs, well, I mean, this 
touching on some of the superficial things we talked about, the man even had as part of his marketing campaign related to one of his products was Imagine, right? Um, for the longest time, you know, when we were talking about Apple products, specifically the Mac, you know, we tap into the quality of imagination. And I'll say this again, it might be a bit controversial. I don't even know if Apple has kind of reached the depth of product innovation as it had when Steve Jobs was around. Oh, right. you don't have to, that's not controversial. Okay. I don't know. Some people might say like, no, we're doing this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, from what I can see, I'm like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's happened. But where I was really going, because I've studied some measure of his story and did his chart, because we do have his chart. Um, Steve Jobs struggled with a lot of different personal aspects. Like for instance, he denied his daughter, Lisa, for, you know, I guess nearly 20 years. He was even working on a computer named the Lisa. And was like, no, that has nothing to do with my daughter's name. Right? <laughs> so there's this game that sometimes Pisces will play. It's like, it, it's, it's right there, right? No, no, that's not what you, you think it is. Um, and so there's, you know, you could say, is that delusion? Yeah, it's denial, right? You know, it makes me wonder, I don't know if we have any corroboration for this, Maybe Peter was a Pisces. You know, we mentioned and talked about Peter before, you the know, disciple. right? Yeah, Peter the disciple, the apostle. You know, it's ways in which, you know, <laughs> you kind of like, you have to run from it in order to kind of get to it, you know? And some people can make sense of that. It's like, oh, that makes sense, Peter. You know, upon this rock, I will build my church, right? Also ends up during the age of Pisces. Ooh, you might have something, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's just a way in which this can, this can often happen with Pisces. So when we start talking about that duality of that fish, it's, it's navigating that. That goes along with something else too. You know, this is where they can kind of get lost, not only to themselves, but lose themselves in relation to other people. So I mentioned the idea of martyrdom with Capricorn, but the other sign that also gets associated with martyrdom is Pisces, you know, where they sacrifice themselves and they think, that the labor of their lives is to sacrifice themselves for things. And then they kind of carp about it, right? You know, they remind you, you know, I did this for you. I did all your laundry, right? Not realizing like, well, you lost sight of that other fish. You're supposed to swim with both fishes in order to be able to survive in this world, right? That's your gift, that's the challenge. You kind of sacrificing your playing piece to be over, in order to be in this game of life means that you're not going to be in the game, right? And so Pisces also have to, has to accept you have incarnated, right? That you are spirit in flesh, right? And you have to also have spirit with flesh. Now, there's another way in which this can also happen. Sometimes when that, when one fish loses sight of the other, then this is where people have to be careful. Um, you know, because they think, you know, kindness is a weakness and people have framed Pisceans as only martyrs and only weak. This isn't what, true. Nasty. What about nasty? Yeah, they can be, I mean, all, you know, you just have to, you know, I mean, Rihanna is a very gifted singer and I appreciate her music, but I'm never going to at her on Twitter, right? And say something snide because you never know when she's turning that barracuda, that shark and be like, gotcha right, and come out. Yes, there's a nasty side to them. In fact, I'm wearing this shirt and it's called the Zodiac Mafia, right? Um, <laughs> and there's three signs in it. And I mentioned it before, Capricorn, Libra, and Pisces. And 
Pisces is the sign, people are always surprised when I mention Pisces. Well, when they lose sight of losing with best, you know, both fish or somehow both fish are compromised through someone else harming them, then they feel like, oh, I have to teach you a lesson. I have to be an agent of karma and, and school you again, you know, under the offices of Jupiter, kind of grand educating, cultivating Jupiter, right? And so they feel like they have to do the Lord's work and then they can be merciless. And you're like, well, okay, I can buy that maybe, but how could they do that and follow through? Well, it brings up a, another dark understanding. Remember they're a water sign. So they can be tapped into some level of sensitivity, but by virtue of also having that sensitivity, empathy, when it's turned inside out or toward revenge, they know exactly how to hurt you. They know exactly what to do and be like, oh, you wanted to see your kids this week? I understand. Or you you wanted to, um, I know that you were excited about, you know, like you really loved this job. You felt like it was really your thing. I, I connected with that. Let's make sure that, you know, you don't keep that. <laughs> so there are ways in which. Oh, wait, hold the, the one time I got fired from, uh, I've been fired a couple of times, but the one time uh, that I got fired from a black owned company, it was a Pisces and the setup was so nasty. And I was like, but it was self, it was self-destructive. So you're going to fire the one person and it was all personal. It had nothing to do with my performance, I, I, advertising. It was illogical. And I was like, okay, all right. And was like, ooh, I'm going to get I'm you. I'm just going to gut you. Yeah, it was weird. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of the darker side. I mean, you know, you don't have to look any farther than Mitt Romney to kind of see that. You know, one thing mm. you know, people love, you know, every now and again, we have those moments when people, I don't get into that start singing, you know, Mitt's praises, right? I mean, this is the same guy who on election night when he lost in 26, 2012, he cut off his staff that night. Like their credit cards didn't work even to kind of get their rides home, right? In terms of their Uber and Lyfts home, right? They're not playing. Rupert Murdoch isn't playing, right? He don't play like that. So, you know, it's the, the other thing is to, to see the darker. Now, some people want to always do the sexist division or sex division, be like, well, those are males, Pis male Pisces, you know, women Pisces are different. I don't, I, I don't think so. Meaning that if you kind of get on their wrong side, I do want to emphasize that I am not talking about every Pisces, right? And I'm not talking about every dimension of what happens with Pisces. But what I have seen is when you kind of arouse the darker fish, the orca, right? the orca will come for you and finish you. I mean, including like, if you've seen that movie with, with, um, with Richard um, Harris, right? You know, remember I'm taking you back to the seventies. I don't know if you remember that. She's like, no, I'm not, I'm not that old, Sam. It's not, you. I am, I am that old, but it's, uh, I, what, what are we talking about? Orca, the, the movie? Yeah, orca, oh, that, yes. that whale, that killer whale. You know, just a quick recap, not too much, but, and I don't want to get into spoilers per se, but, that whale watched his family be killed, right? And that whale was like, I got your number. I'm going to get you and I'm gonna go through all the seven seas to find you, right? And that was the story. Um, that can be Pisces in that sense and that sense of follow through. So 
but what does this really become the story of? Not just revenge, but the lost fish, right? So it's that fish that you lose sight of that keeps you tethered to spirit, that then you just become anchored in flesh, or you become too tethered to spirit, right? And then you ignore being in flesh, right? And spirit could be the void. Spirit could be like anything that helps you feel like this sense of otherworldliness, escapism, the thing that's often attached. But many texts and astrologers don't talk about what is behind that escapism, right? It's not just escapism and just getting away. It's kind of not having a sense of those two fish, those, those two sensibilities. And when those two fists swim together, they're inspiring. Mm -hmm. They're creative, right? They're Sidney Poitier, right? They're Vanessa Williams. They're Einstein, right? They become you know, the best of what can happen through us and for us in terms of that, that sense of inspiration, that sense of, you know, and, and even, yeah, even Steve Jobs, right? In terms of what, you know, knowing that there's something that you want to touch. I mean, something, going back to Steve Jobs for a second, you know, Steve Jobs, many people don't recognize, I mean, he was you know, the weaker of the two Steves in terms of the electronics and the computers. He wasn't the computer guy, right? That was not Wozniak, right? What he was, was yes, the ideas guy, the marketing guy, but he was also not just a vision guy, but the esthete, right? He was really into the aesthetics, right? He studied fonts before he got even deeper into working with, you know, technology. And that gives you a clue of understanding Pisces, which is to kind of um, looking for the vision of the beautiful and how we merge that um, and how we embrace that. You know, often when we talk about Libra, people say like, oh, Libra is about balance. And as I said in our video, I don't think that's true. If there's any sign that's probably striving for balance and harmony and beauty, it's probably Pisces, right? In fact, Venus is said to be exalted um, in, in Pisces, in that sign, a way in which she's trying to, to deal with the vision of, of, of heaven. But the real challenge and the real commission for Pisces is how to bring heaven on earth and also to see that earth is also in heaven. It's to merge the two. I love that. Um, Queen Latifah, Pisces. Yeah as well. I, I had a, uh, got to work with her, did a best-selling book, Ladies mm -hmm. in the 90s. Oh, great Pisces. Mm -hmm. On the equalizer, it's, you know, it's like, yay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So proud. Because people were like, how's she going to do the equalizer? Well, she's not only doing it, she's killing the role. Mm -hmm. So take that. Um, but is there a difference between a um, February Pisces and a and a March Pisces, I get that a lot. I feel like there's a difference between an April Taurus and a May Taurus. I absolutely could tell if somebody is an April versus May. Um, is there a difference between a May? The short, answer, the short answer is yes, in the sense that you know each sign can be divided into something that comes from Egypt into divisions of ten or ten days. So we're talking about it in terms of two, between two months, but really um, over you know, 30 days, we can actually see three different faces of a sign. 
and or three different dimensions of a sign. So there is, I would I would be lying to say like there there isn't any. There is. What does that um, look like? Well, you know, for, for Pisces, as an example, you know, the first dimension of Pisces and how it emerges um, might be, you know, in February, the most austere version of it, right? The first 10 days. And that's going to be with Saturn. And this is what you can see in terms of like W.E.B. Du Bois, for example. Um, there's a much more driven toward the internal um, and trying to relate to the external, you know, trying to bridge that material sensibility that we saw in W.E.B. Du Bois, you know, bridging the poetic with the factual, which was one of the struggles of his life. Um, then we may see that also in terms of like, you know, like on February 22nd, you know, like we see on that particular day, um, we see that with Ishmael Reed, right? So someone dealing with the spiritual, you know, you just read his novel Mumble Jumbo and you get a sense of that sensibility. Um, and then if we go into the next version of, you know, the, after the first 10 days, the next version is gonna be more the Jupiterian. Now, this could be the Piscean that really seems to get lost in the sauce, right? And has to kind of figure out a way to journey back. That's going, you know, deeper into March, starting, even, you know, somewhere around March 1st. That's Ralph Ellison, right? Invisible man, you know, in terms of how we make that journey. Then as we go toward the last 10 days of Pisces, going toward Aries, you know, that's more like under the dimension of Mars, which is more like the Barracuda, right? You know, these are the ones who might be like, you really a Pisces, right? You know, you, you seem a little like an Aries. Why are you a little edgy? You know, why are you so edgy and aggy, right? What's going on, right? It might be a little more like verve. Let's get this done. They want to make things happen a particular way. So I might look at it more in terms of divisions of three rather than just like between months. And this is true for each sign. I mean, this is something that we can experience, you know, during the first 10 days of Libra versus the next 10 days and the last 10 days, same thing for Scorpio. But they're gonna start highlighting different planets. For traditionally, for Pisces, the planets that get divided up by three is Saturn, Jupiter, and Mars. Um, traditionally in astrology, there's gonna, some people, I know they're gonna talk about it in the comments, like, no, I learned it a different way. You learned the ones from India, which doesn't make it wrong. It's just different. It's not the Western tradition. And one of, of that, you know, we, we talked early on, and those of you who are, are just joining joining our, uh, our experiment here that has turned into a thing, um, the very first, I think, one or two episodes of Unlocking Astrology, you talked about the difference between the Indian versus what you study, you know, right. went on this journey to talk about religion, which I thought was amazing, you know, as you bring in, you know, Yoruba, you're a Muslim, you know, as you bring in the African traditions, as you look at the stars through the African traditions, how does that reconcile with your spiritual uh, connection? My practice as a Muslim? Yes, yeah. My practice, well, my practice as a Muslim is acknowledging my personal relationship as I frame my understanding related to Allah. But I acknowledge my history as an African, right? One of the things I appreciate about the Yoruba tradition as an example is that the Yoruba 
like when they have particular ceremonies and spirits come, some of them are speaking Arabic, right? Some of them are acknowledging that within our Africanity, our African tradition, there are Muslims. There are Hausa people in Nigeria who are mainly Muslim who consult with the Odu, right? In terms of dealing with that. Now you may say like, well, that's like haram, they shouldn't do that. I understand, you know, for Arabs, that they were gonna say like, this is from this tradition and we could stick to it, but we're African, right? We got it all, right? The first, the first people that the prophet Muhammad went to when he couldn't get along with his own people in Arabia was to Abyssinia, to Christians in Ethiopia, right? Who supported him, right? So I'm not gonna deny any aspects of my continuum even though I'm emphasizing one particular one for myself as a Muslim. And, and as, a, as a practice, you know, because every week we come in to have these discussions, you, you remind us that, you know, someone's like, I, I can't stand such and such. Well, that's such and such thing that you can't stand is in you in that particular sign. So what you've taught us is that all of the signs are within us, right. aspects of them, you know, and there's moon and sun and you know there's all of these things and as you started off talking about pisces i think the clear message is discovery of self right and so, I, I just want to clarify something too i mean i'm you know when we're talking about the whole zodiac right we are talking about within a certain particular system how we have the continuity of self through it all and one of the things that i can say and you can say as people of african descent is that we also have that as Africans in terms of the continuity of everybody, right? And a white person on this planet can say like, oh, I'm white, blah, blah, South, blah, blah, blah. That can't acknowledge you, your ancestors came from Africa, right? You know, long time ago, but <laughs> you do have that heritage. And wow. we have that, right? We have that continuity in terms of how we talk about different religions. Yeah, I you was- know, I'm, If I'm Jews just, came you know, to me and be like, well, we're Jewish, blah, blah, blah. Where y'all come from, right? And they'd be like, oh, you know, no, we come from, you know, the Middle East, from Palestine, you know, like, oh, you mean y'all didn't start off in Egypt, right? It didn't happen in terms of that story, your myth, right, in Egypt, right? You didn't have that connection in terms of some part of your heritage, right? Again, Africa. And I think it's embracing that. And one myth I do want to debunk, I'm not going to talk about that with Judaism, obviously, um, there's a, there's a myth related to Pisces specifically, like, oh, we're all the signs of the Zodiac. I do not believe that. I do not believe that because it defies a certain logic. It defies a logic in the sense that notice, most people don't say about Aquarius, I, you know, I'm the preceding 10 signs before as well. No one says that. No one says a Taurus like, well, I'm also Aries. No, you're Taurus, right? So Pisces is also Pisces, right? It just may be the last, but it's not necessarily the, you know, it's not the black of the zodiac absorbing all colors, right? So I think so that's- an, Is there a special distinction to be la to being last? Um, I think what it may be in terms of being, you know, the last sign is that it is just before going toward the first sign. And what's interesting is in the glyph, you know, we have Pisces as a two fish because once the two fish learn to work together, right? And that's what that glyph is, those two fish being tied together. It's interesting how they blend 
into the two pieces of the ram, mm. right? How they have this elision going from that duality into the singularity of one. So it's recognizing once you kind of are in touch with your sense of duality, you can return to your sense of oneness. All right, so where do we go from here? And if you are um, inclined, leave a comment, hit the like button, subscribe to this channel and follow Samuel Reynolds on Twitter at SF Reynolds on the Twitters. And of course, unlockastrology.com is where you can go get a reading. Um, after this, there's been a lot of talk about cusp signs. What does that mean? So maybe next time we could talk about the cusp. Um, and then I want to get into compatibility. You know, yeah. uh, do you do you follow like which signs are more compatible with others and why why they're more? Well, compatible? we can talk about some measure of how that works in someone's mind. And why I'm saying it like that with such a guarded way is that, and I mentioned this to you before, when someone says like I'm an Aries and you know my partner's a Taurus, are we compatible? In my head what they just said to me is like, I'm from the Bronx and my partner is from Brooklyn. Are we compatible? So it it's too broad of a swath, but we can talk about what are some key elements to understand about Aries out as how they might relate to Taurus. But, you know, since I've been saying to people, you are all the signs of the Zodiac just in different um, measure, right? In terms of intensity it's kind of best to understand that first and then how that relates to yet another person rather than thinking you are only Aries and that person is only Taurus. You're not. I am not only a Scorpio. You know, I have a Pisces rising, I have a moon in Leo. So these are other things to understand about your sense of self rather than thinking like you're this only this, only this thing. And when people uh, do that compatibility thing to choose a mate we'll talk yeah. about that next time because we'll okay like my brothers and like oh i know i'm you know it's like until mm, you're not and then you're gonna you know i think the the goal is to to get out there and learn people enjoy people experience life absolutely find out things about yourself uh don't let any chart determine whether or not you should do x y or z and or that you should be with X, Y, or Z because even in bad relationships, you learn something about yourself because half the time the bad relationship is because of you, half a part of the reason. Yeah, we can talk about love and astrology. I think that okay. might be that the way in which to start breaking it down because some people, if they start, and because I don't even talk about that in consultation, some people are like, well, what's the best sign for me? You know, because they're not astrologers, I could say like, oh, it could be Pisces, but you meet someone who's a Leo and you're like, oh no, you're not, you're not a match for me. That person could be a Leo with a moon in Pisces and a Pisces rising. That could have been the person exactly for you, but because you only know, you know, what the basement level or the lobby level of astrology, you're right. limiting and blocking your blessings. No block blessings here, sir. How's your week? You gonna be good? You good? Everything? Inshallah. Good? Inshallah. I like that. Uh, in Inshallah. Is that Inshallah? Yeah. Inshallah, what does that translate? It means Lord willing, Allah willing. Okay, inshallah. All right. Listen, Sam, I appreciate you. Did we did we cover everything? Because I don't want to hear from y'all. Don't be, oh, you missed. Yeah, these are breadcrumbs. Follow them. Take them. Yeah, I think I got to Follow. a deeper level, I hope, with Pisces, more so to help people understand why, 
rather than, well, you got this and this other thing. But, you know, I hope I've touched on the beauty and then even some measure the danger of Pisces. Yeah, I think you've know? that. Uh, yeah, so. Good. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I, I appreciate thank you. you. We'll see you next week for, uh, we're going to get to the cusps and love. Uh, stay tuned. We'll see All you right. Next. Stay tuned. Bye.